All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to a new day of Opportunity Powerlifting Podcast. I am your host, Coach Nick Ando. So happy to be here with you guys. Uh, A little bit about this podcast. If you are a new or aspiring powerlifter, this is definitely a podcast you want to listen to. Learn everything you need to know about powerlifting and get competition ready with me, Coach Ando. All right, fam, let's break it down. The first few podcasts will be dedicated to going over the basics in what I like to call Powerlifting 101 series. Today we are going to be uh, covering all the basic information you need to know to get you ready for the platform in competition. All right, let's get started. Powerlifting meets consist of athletes performing three attempts at maximum strength capacity of the squat, bench press, and deadlift with a barbell loaded with calibrated kilogram weight plates at 25 kg, 55 pounds US. Athletes during the competition are directed and judged by three federation referees. You're going to have a head referee calling most of the uh, commands for each lift. And you're going to have two side judges, one on either side, helping that head judge call a good rep. Now, powerlifting is equal parts strength and technique. It's one thing to be strong, but you must be able to control the weight on the bar through the required commands given by the referees through each and every lift. Now, each lift is different, always something to keep in mind, and has its own unique commands. So each lift, different commands. To perform each lift and each attempt on the platform, each athlete has 60 seconds to perform their attempt of each lift. Once the bar is loaded with the proper weight, The front judge will call, platform ready. And the athlete will then have 60 seconds to get on the platform and begin their repetition. That's a key. Begin their repetition for the current attempt. Why is that so key? Mainly because if you get under the bar, get onto the platform, you get under the bar or over the bar, and you don't start that rep before the 60 seconds lapses, referees, judges, they're probably going to call a red light on that lift. We don't want that. We want white lights only, baby. Now, another key ingredient of getting onto the platform is that you want all equipment and assistive accessories to be fully applied to the athlete before stepping on the platform. Now, to get a little bit of insight on this, we're going to have to take a deeper look. So let's break down each lift. Excuse me. Each lift. Go over the specificities. And how to get a good command call on the platform to help you get those three white lights for each lift. Sorry, I (laughs) haven't eaten yet. So we're dealing with it. All right, so let's start with the squat, right? Because 
powerlifting is all about the squat, the bench press, and the deadlift. And in competition, it goes in such sequence. Now for the squat. In most federations, squat has two commands given by the officials. Once you are in position and the weight is steady, the front judge will say squat or start and likely give a down motion with their arm or hand. For the most part, just to put it out there, the side judges are watching for proper depth on your descent, breaking parallel with your hip crease at or below knee joint level. That's what we call parallel in the powerlifting world. <clears throat> and the front judge will usually watch to ensure that the athlete remains in an upward trajectory without any downward movement of the bar. Some have also been known to call for depth in front, so better the better control and power you have from, at, or below parallel, the better off you'll be in competition. It's that simple. Now the second command for squat is once you do your squat, you're going to hit parallel or below parallel, come back up to a standing position, and just like how you started the repetition, steady, weight and control, and stable, once that is recognized by the head judge, the head official, they will call rack with a hand motion coming back towards their face, which allows the athlete to know that it's time, or they have clearance, I should say, it's not time, it's not just time, they have clearance to rack the weight. This is also a cue for your safety for the spotters and loaders to grab the weight with you and help you safely back into the rack. So not only are you being helped out and kept safe by the spotters and loaders, but you're being directed and officiated by the head judge for each and every attempt. Now that's pretty much it for the squat. It's super basic. There's two commands that you got to know. But I so often see that most people, if they're going to fail in a competition, they fail on squats. And you don't want to do that. Why? Mainly because if you fail out of squats, if you don't hit a single squat attempt, meaning you don't get two white lights to at least one red or three white lights at minimum, you will not get a good lift. You will not be able to uh, compete the rest of the day. You can do the lifts. It's not that you can't compete. However, your total will not be a qualifying registered total you won't be given a dot score you won't be given a prize powerlifting does a pretty good job about not giving out participation trophies <laughs> but they also do a, a, a bad job of kind of giving out too many medals you know what i mean anyway moral of the story here with the squat don't bomb out listen to your coach implement the change fix it, and get it done. Because if you fail on squats, you don't have a total for that meet. And all that time, all that, all those months, all that blood, all that sweat, all that tears is going into it for nothing. So make sure, if anything, you are really, really proficient at squats. Now, if you do hit all your squats, you can move on the rest of the time. You go over the rest of the meet, you'll still have, well, you won't really have a total, but you'll still register a dot score technically. Ha, ha, ha.
Okay, now let's move on to the secondary. No. Let's move on to the secondary lift, <clears throat> and that is going to be the bench press. This is the second lift of the day during a powerlifting meet. And the bench press in most, most federations has three given commands during the repetition. Let's break it down. <laughs> Once the bar has been unracked, the athlete has settled the bar and all points of their top back slash back and glutes are in contact with the bench pad. The front judge will call start and the athlete may begin their rep. Once the bar descends down to your chest and makes contact with the chest, and the front judge sees the bars in a stable position, they will call the second command of the bench press, and that is press, press, gotta press it. And that allows the athlete to know that they may begin their press off the chest and towards lockout. <clears throat> now, once the athlete, similar to squat, this is where it's similar to squat, has locked out the weight and the bar is seen as stable, the front judge will call the third and final command for bench press, rack, wherein the athlete may now rack the weight. And again, this gives the cue for your safety as a lifter for the spotters and loaders to grab the weight and assist you back into the rack safely. Dun, 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 dun. Wowzer. A brief pause here. For a coffee intermission. <laughs> and also the fact that I didn't copy paste my last section to my script. So, we're going off the OG. Now for the third and final deadlift of comp... I said the fucking lift. <laughs> now for the third and final lift of competition in a powerlifting meet, you have... Drum roll please the deadlift sick i know the deadlift is most people's favorites it's all good it is also the most raw of the three lifts in my opinion mainly because all competing athletes simply quote unquote and i say simply quite lightly pick up the loaded barbell off the floor into a stable and locked out position now, what constitutes locked out with deadlifts? Because this seems to be a big controversial point for both referees, coaches, and athletes in powerlifting. What constitutes a locked out position? I see a lot of soft lockout calls. What is that? We're here to answer it. Well, this is up to the judge, the judge's discretion. However, the athlete should, for the most part, being an upright, for the deadlift specifically, and slightly tilted back position, right, with postured shoulders and a proud chest. 
There tends to be a little leeway with how upright your shoulders may be because you can't just keep pulling them back like you're doing a scap retraction. So just have stable shoulders, proud chest, locked out. And the biggest key, the locked out knees, especially for sumo lifters. I mean, conventional lifters, of course, like lock out your knees. You guys kind of tend to have an easier time with it, but lock your knees at the top of your repetition because if you don't, you're going to get a red light. How do you lock your knees? A little secret, a little secret. Pay attention right here. Pay attention, right? A little secret for locking out your knees on both the squat and the deadlift is just flex your quad. How you do that is like imagine you were standing on a piece of paper, okay? Standing on a piece of paper, each foot is on opposite sides of the paper. You're trying to spread your feet through the ground to rip that piece of paper directly down the middle in half, okay? That's what we're talking about here. If you lock your quads, you will have the appearance of locked knees. Don't straighten your knee like you, you guys have all seen. I'm sure you have seen the gym fuckery videos where the guy's doing a leg press with way too much weight and it bends back on him and his one knee pops up and one knee concaves down and he breaks his whole knee and it's a compound fracture. Let's not do that because we are lifting heavy weights and we don't want a compound fracture on our knee. So just focus on flexing your quad and your, your leg will have the appearance will have the appearance of a locked out knee and that's one way that you can contort the rules in your favor as an athlete it's not cheating it's using the rules to your advantage okay now once the athlete has locked out both their legs their upper body and everything else and the weight and the weight is seen as stable by the head judge the front judge will then give their one and only command for the deadlift. Down! And they'll give a down motion with their arm or their hand. Once they give that down motion, you're, as an athlete, you're free to drop that weight. However, when I say drop, I mean put down on the ground. Don't just stand there, let go of the weight, and let it drop out of your hands from a standing position. That's going to get red lighted. Don't accelerate down to the ground. Accelerating can be seen as if you go down to the ground with aggression and your arms reverb into a bended position because they're taking the shock of the bar hitting the ground, you're accelerating to the ground, you will be red-lighted, at least in most federations. Now, I'm going to do a whole podcast on the red-light features of each lift. Today, I just wanted to give my guys the basic, my guys and girls the basics, of how to compete and what to expect on the platform in their first competition. Review this a little bit, listen back. I will review the mains at the end, right? So for the squat, you have th uh, two commands. It's start or squat and rack. Those are the two commands you gotta follow for each attempt of the three attempts that you have on squat. For bench press, we have Three commands, at least in most federations. Two to three commands minimum. All right, the three commands for bench press are going to be start, press off the chest, and rack once you're in a stable locked out position back at starting point. Okay, so three for bench, start, press, rack, 
finito. Okay. And then deadlift, the easiest one. It's just a down command. That's it. Make sure you're locking your knees. Make sure you're upright when you're locked out. Make sure the weight doesn't dip and come back up on your pull because that'll be red lighted too. Similar to squats, similar to bench. Um, and the main thing is you want to wait for those commands. If you're not waiting for the commands, the whole repetition was pointless. Do yourself the favor as an athlete. Do the favor to your coach as your coach, helping you all this time, all these months, putting in the work. Help you guys out by putting on a show. Perform at optimal levels. Perform to the utmost of your ability, and you'll have a good meet. Guaranteed. I did it my first time. No, I didn't have 27 out of 27. Yes, I had 8 out of 9. Could I have 9 out of 9? Absolutely. But that's the way the sport goes. Got to show up, got to put in the work to get the work done. And the more you know, the more you can grow. So have fun in your first competition, guys. I hope this information helped you. This was my first podcast. Um, there's a little bit of editing that I got to do, but I think it went very well overall. I was also live on TikTok during this. So if you wanted to um, catch the podcast live, you can either tune into my IG at ando under no yeah at ando underscore lifting one two underscore that's at ando underscore lifting one two underscore on IG on TikTok we got Nick underscore ando fit one two underscore okay that's at Nick underscore ando fit one two underscore for TikTok. Um, that's the same page. It's a personal IG page that I have. If you want to go check it out, not really on there that, uh, too much. So I'm mostly on my coaching page. Um, but yeah, thanks so much for tuning in. Tune in next week for more starter information and powerlifting. Until then, get up, get out, and do it. I'm Ando, Coach Ando, and I'll talk to you all next time. Peace, love, protein.